For the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast is fueled by the Manshake. I lost 30 kilos in 10 months using this meal replacement shake. If you want to support the show and Max and my weight loss journey, or to even start your own, click the link in the description below. The Manshake. Real blokes, real results. For the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is for the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast. Over 40 years of playing PlayStation and eight plus years in that games meeting combined. I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, come and check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join us as the conversations happen, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures where you can watch us record this show live, where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can. Tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you are watching us on... Uh, on uh, Wait, no, if you are listening to us on podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you are watching us on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, and comment below. We endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash thepopculturist, as well as our merchandise store, popculturist.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. Especially, no, not, not that one. No one, you can't get that one. That one got DMCA'd. We can't do that one anymore. Hello, sir. Ah, uh, yeah, not too bad. Look, I know, we, I know we've been starting off every episode like this for the last X amount of weeks, but fucking lockdown six, ladies and gents, uh, and peoples, lockdown number six. We we almost got out of we got got out of five, and then the restrictions eased, and then we're like, fuck you, lockdown six. So that's where we're at right yeah. now. So when last week when Max made the proclamation that maybe we would be in the room together again i couldn't have been he was wrong. yeah he was so wrong he was he was lying straight up lying just unquestionably lying but that's all good it's okay if i <laughs> yeah bloody ridiculous it's dumb but it is what it is you know ryan went to the gym and now we're back in fucking lockdown yeah if, if we learn if we said so if we've we've learned anything it's i go to the gym and then within about two or three days lockdown kicks in again and that's exactly what happened i did go to the gym and bah, bah, bah. i think it's my fault max it's me look if if i wanted to blame someone i guess blaming you is all right well who else would you blame ah who knows? can always blame sydney that's <laughs> what you i've could. been doing for a while now <laughs> But how else has your week been, apart from the usual quarantine bonkers bullshit? How 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 goes it? I mean, the week's been pretty cruisy. Work's been quiet still because of the fact that... When, I mean, we had eased restrictions, so they were back at a 25% capacity. Now that we're back in lockdown, I imagine I'll have bugger all to do at work next week. Although, um, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens. <laughs> but, you know, life must go on. It does, which is yeah. a shame sometimes. <laughs> I do really get kind of bummed out that life may continue. Um, but what are you going to do about it? You just fucking give up? Yeah, exactly. Psh. What about you? How has uh, your week been? My week has been fine. 
nothing uh, nothing too major. Uh, more more work based things of heading into the the future, as we, as yep. I alluded to last week. So a bit more setting up on that, which is quite a couple of uh, bigish meetings, um, which was fun, solidif- solidifying that path, which is uh, fantastic. Uh, other than that, oh, I, my plans got straight ruined. I was supposed to catch up with Dylan, pre, you know, co-founder of the Pop Culture. I haven't seen him in about six months. Uh, well, it feels like six months anyway. And uh, we were going to go to the movies and see The Suicide Squad. And then, brah, brah, like, so we can't go do that. That was like, so instead, I just sat in this room anyway and ate the same amount of popcorn that I had planned on eating at the cinema. Um, and it was awesome. Because really, the the movie that we're going to go see... Because I missed out on chicken and waffles last night. Oh, yeah. Because I also had plans last night. We too were going to chicken and waffles. That was the plan. Chicken and waffles was the plan. And then we both got shafted. Well, it was was funny. So my original plan for Friday night was... uh, My my birthday happened this week. It was on Monday. Happy birthday to Max. I don't even post on socials or anything, but happy birthday, sir. But um, my my sister and my mum bought me uh, this box set of ramen from from one of my favorite stores from Japan when I was over there a couple of years ago. So they bought it. They bought these, these box noodles... It has their like soup mixture in it. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to cook pork and I'm going to make ramen because I get a, you know, as much as I love ramen, it tends to upset my stomach a little bit. So I'm like, I'll, I'll cook it Friday. That way, if I do get an upset stomach, I'm at least at home and not at work. And then I get a text that says, hey, we're going to go out for dinner for Friday night. It's my birth. I'm like, yep, cool. No worries. I'll, I'll, I'll put off my, my ramen. And then bam, lockdown. So I spent 12 hours cooking roast pork yesterday for my ramen tonight. Oh, I can tell in your face that you are quite excited for this ramen. I'm so keen. I I mean, I haven't had this particular ramen in like two years since I was in Japan. So I'm very excited. That's nice. That's that's something worth looking forward to. Oh, yeah. It's the simple things in life like food that I look forward to. (laughs) How good is food, though? Like I said, like, yeah, chicken and waffles. Like, I haven't had that in, like, the longest time. I think the last time I had it, I went with you, I think. Was it you, yeah, me, and Dylan? So. That sounds about right. Yeah, that's, it does sound about right. And that was... Oof, fuck, that'd be good. Anyway. But uh, if you've not been eating food, you've not been having, having birthdays, do what did you do for your birthday in, in, in a, in a uh, restriction world? Uh, I hung out with my kid all day and uh, got myself an Xbox Series X. <laughs> <laughs> which you will hear about in the what I've been playing this week. So. Well, let's cut straight to it. Like, what have you been playing on your new Xbox Series X? Uh, so I bought I bought Death's Door. God, I want to play that so which, bad. Which is the game that everyone's currently raving about. So it's like this... Raven-ing uh, about? Yeah. Uh, it's essentially this 2.5D isometric Dark Souls style game where you play as... Is it a, a raven or a crow? It's a raven, kind of it's the same thing. Yeah. Fucking black I'm not very far. I'm not very far in. I've beaten the first boss. The game looks absolutely gorgeous. Um, so it, pl- it plays similar to any of those style games. You have a melee attack. You have a ranged attack. The ranged attacks are limited. So you have gems that uh, equate to how many arrows you can shoot at once. Once you've run out of those gems, uh, they do replenish over time. They seem to come back after you kill some enemies. Uh, and then there's just like little mini puzzles, like shooting. Uh, your arrows can catch on fire, so you can like light other uh, bonfires to open up secret passages. 
game's really cool um there's no no health bars on bosses but they are very visualized on how close they are to death they they get like big cracks in them as they as they take the damage so you can kind of tell you know you can play that risk reward of going uh going for the kill um yeah that's been fun uh, i've re-downloaded forza forza is still great looks amazing played skate for a little bit played some jet set radio um but the the main game that i've been playing this week is i am been playing chris tales still yeah and you've been like you've had that bit of, a long a big hunk of time with that game now eh? oh my 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 kid went to her grandparents' house on Wednesday, so I got to play all day Wednesday while my wife was working. And um, the game is so good. So that the, without spoiling too much, the story is compelling enough that it's driving me through, but what really brings me back to this game is its combat system. Its uniqueness in the in using the its gimmick of of time travel and sending enemies to the future or to the past and then bringing them back to the present is just such a unique way to handle a turn-based RPG fighting system. So for example, um, I spoke about it a little bit last week with the, uh, you know, you can- Rusting the enemies over time. Yeah, you can use use wet, uh, you can wet enemies in the the present, send them to the future and their armor will rust. Uh, You get other things like uh, poison, for instance, poison lasts X amount of turns and will do X amount of damage per turn. But if you send them to the future, they take all of that damage in one go because they've skipped that many turns. Uh, and then there's obviously, you know, just the way the enemies differ from sending them to the future to the past. So they're, they're weaker in the past. They have less health. They're worth less experience. But when you send them to the future, they get stronger because they've essentially leveled up. So their whole dynamic changes, their, their attack patterns can change. What they do is different. Um, and it's just it's just a really interesting way to tackle that uh, that system, that fighting system of a, of a 2D RPG. The only issue I have is uh, it's very much predicated on how the way the game is set up. So the left side of the screen is always past and present. Mm-hmm. The right side of the screen is also is always present and future. Mm-hmm. So only enemies on the left-hand side of the screen can you send to the past and only enemies on the right side of the screen can you send to the future. You can never send a creature on the left-hand side of the screen to the future. Okay. But you can play around those scenarios by sending them to the past, doing the thing, and then bringing them back to the present, which is essentially still a time skip. But it really makes you think about how you're going to tackle the enemies or bosses depending on what you're fighting. It really it's not one of those mindless you just keep hitting x to attack and you kind of don't worry about it yep because it also has a a parry system so if you hit x at the right time as you get hit you can parry the blow and you'll take significantly less damage if you do it a little bit too early you will um basically glance the blow so you'll take a little bit more damage but you won't take full damage so you've got to be paying attention it's not one of those things that you can just zone out and just button mash x and just keep attacking and progress through um but yeah other than that i have not played much but yeah chris tales has been the main game for me this week nice i'm still loving it about six seven eight hours deep now i think i've gone to the first three areas done a few bosses yeah it's really fun and that 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 picture book art style that looks like it kind of looks like a pop-up picture book it's Mm. absolutely fantastic It, it fits the the thematic of the game very well i feel 
Fantastic. Well, for those that don't know, we do uh, a stream on Twitch with every episode. If you're listening to this, not live. Uh, I just want to turn out to the Mullet Show for resubscribing for uh, Tier 1 for his 41th Monero and uh, Raider Type R for the Prime Sub for, for his 7th month. Thank you to both Did of you. 40, did you say 41th? 41th. 42nd. <laughs> 41th to 41st. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> but yeah so big thank you to turn left distribution for the code uh for chris yeah. tales uh obviously max is having a good time with it speaking of a I'm, game that I we ps5 and you are playing on the ps5 so uh, speaking of games that we're both having a good time with thank you to the team over at coach media and warner brothers uh they have provided both max and i access to the back for blood close slash open beta uh this is the latest game from turtle rock best known for left for dead and uh let's just say if you want left for dead but on your playstation and and and, and like looking way better and and next gen and performing way better and the body's not disappearing because of uh arbitrary uh uh you know classifications you should buy back for blood so I played some. I was playing some this afternoon with Paul James, and we'll, uh, you know Paul James from Player Two, uh, and we're having a ton of fun. And Max and I are lucky to play some more tonight while the beta's still open. But yeah, it is. It it couldn't be any more Left for Dead. So how far through did you guys get? Because obviously, uh, you guys messaged me and said, "Hey, can we jump on?" But I I had fatherly duties to do. And when I said, "Are you guys still on?" You're like, "No, we both had to leave for our fatherly duties." Yeah, how, we, so how far did you get through? I uh, like three, I think four, I think I don't know. Okay, like, so I I think I'm on the last section of the first act. Yeah, yeah. So we did like that in like this one run, which which was great. So it was uh, our, it was myself, Paul, uh, and third player that got us this got uh, a match made to us, and the fourth being a bot. Um, the bots are straight up useless in this, by the way. What we found but absolutely trash yeah so like when it was just paul and i and we got munted the bots just kind of wandered off like can you revive us bots like la 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 like all right well we're done Uh, and that's kind of what and then and then both our children were got up in our business so we're like oh okay well i guess i guess that's that but uh it yeah this it it looks fantastic it's so it's for me it's like all the details like they've taken because i i I, ha- I don't have a strong history with Left 4 Dead, but I did play a lot of Left 4 Dead 2 on PC. Um, so, yeah, like it, it just gives me that exact same energy. Like, there's, you know, the standing zombies, there's your bloaters, and there's all your other cool variants. And, it like, it even has little safe rooms that you travel between. And it, like, I understand that Left 4 Dead is technically a Valve property. It's very much a spiritual success. But yeah, but yeah. this is Turtle Rock's work. Uh, that, sorry, that is Turtle Rock's work, and this is them going. Well, we want that, and let's do it. Yeah. So they just made it, and it's fucking mint. You know, like, yeah, yeah the, totally. the energy's the same. Like it's just like the characters are cool. It's all well voice acted. Some like similar. Like there are voice actors that I couldn't pick, but to me they sound familiar. So I was like, oh, I wonder who these peeps are. But uh, yeah, no, it's cool. So cool. So I, w- I was playing last night with a friend of mine, Zill. And we were playing... Um, we got match made into a, into a full group of four. 
And the other two guys were just griefing us because there's friendly fire in this game, similar to that of mm. Left 4 Dead. And I was playing... Um, I play these games without guns. So I was running in, getting up in everyone's business, hitting them with baseball bats and fire axes and stuff. Because one of the new things in this game is they've bought in player cards. Yes. And you can equip player cards to help out your team. So I, I was running basically boosting stamina, boosting stamina... And I, I was, and I, the, my last card was on, on kill, on melee kill, gain two health. Yeah. So I'm just sitting there with a fire axe, just, just pounding these zombies, just getting health constantly. It was great. And then these guys were just shooting me in the back. So when they died, we just left them. <laughs> we're like, we're not, we're not going to revive you. You can. So that, that was fun. They ended up leaving. Zill and I managed to finish the level out with just the two of us. Um, the levels are unique enough that they all feel different uh there's different objectives in each level which is awesome fun uh it still has that uh that horde mode mentality of of certain areas similar to that of left 4 dead 2 or similar to any any of these co-op zombie shooter games there's always you know if you open this door if you press this button if you if you you know alert these animals there's going to be a horde there's going to be tons of zombies coming in and it does get pretty hectic at times, especially if you're not using a gun. <laughs> yeah, so I, it's interesting that you go to the choice because I, I, I am a big old scaredy when it comes to games like this because I like to keep a distance. So I went straight for yep. rifles or assault rifles, and I hung back. And I did have like a, a firearm in case shit got a little bit nasty. And I and I decked my cards out very similarly. I the one first thing I did was replace my melee punch with a knife, which is like becomes like a one shot. Because yep. if, if I'm sitting there up 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 top and i'm helping clear the space for the other guys to run through if anything comes up behind me i may not have time to turn and and you know switch to my sidearm or start you know use my precious rifle ammo mm. on a dude that's right next to me so i'll just start shanking with the knife and then i focus on like reload time and uh i think it was uh critical hits and stuff like that was what, yeah. I, what I really focused my card on and i like that because like this card system is fun because you I, I think the way i was gauging it like they kind of expose new ones as you play so yeah as, as you, you go through the as, campaign you'll pick up more well as you finish a level uh you get reward points and you can spend those in the base town area mm. the hub area and you can unlock cards that way yeah but you so you go in with your base deck and at the end of every level you pull cards from your base deck is how i, I think how mm. it was working so then you, you build the currency like there's copper which you find throughout and then you get supply crates at the end depending on how on your objectives and how many kills you got and stuff like that uh, and then you use them to sort of add to this deck and i quite like mm. that because it, it does add this cool kind of buff feature because uh, once again having played a lot of, not like a, i say a lot of left for dead but i didn't really like go into a deep so i don't remember whether there being this kind of mild rpg systems it was just you're a dude you go in and you you survive the round and that's it right is that, is that, yeah. is that am i remembering correctly i think so yeah yeah um so that so there's there's that so this is a this is a great little improvement i love it it allows you to sort of specialize the 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 class that you want to uh and as puck mentions in the chat there are weapon mods as well so you find them throughout and you could add like you know slight slight variants but puck mentions that you want to be able to take them off uh, I don't even notice you couldn't take them off, but I'll find that tonight when I play some more, I guess. But yeah, they drop they drop on the gun. Once you change guns, you can't. They just stick to that. I am, as far as I'm aware, as well. So as in, take it off and drop it and put it back on. Yeah, yeah. So like, if if you got like a, for instance, because there's tiered weapons, 
Uh, so they've got the standard, the color rarity of like white, blue, green, yellow, purple, yeah. orange, I think. Um, so like if you if you're running a white sniper rifle and then you find that find it in blue, it's going to do more base damage. But all your attachments are on the first one, and the second gun's got no attachments. You can't seem to swap mm. them over and bring them with you. And that's and then that's, that seems to be Puck's problem as yeah. well, especially around that. But that's cool. Yeah, I just like I, I I was basic bitching that shit and just looking at the straight stats. Like, does it have more damage? Yes, thank you. <laughs> you see the green arrow up, and you're like, "Yep, sweet, that's for that's me. pretty much like that's how I play most like that's how I play Assassin's Creed and shit." I was like, "Is it yeah. is it up in the ones that I, I mean, like?" For the thank most you. part, that's that's fine. It's not mm. that's you know it's not going to make too much of a difference, but. The only time I ran into trouble with with using the melee weapon was when that big boy spawned in in the first map. That big, uh, that big ogre. Yeah, so like I could not. I just could not hit him. The big like part. The big part of uh, if, you, if you guys remember from the game of the year uh, awards, so game of the year awards last year, where they showed off that gameplay footage where you go into the tunnel and you fight the, fight the big ogre. That is primarily part of what you will play in the beta. Like that's one of the first handful of levels. So you sort of go in and you see it and you go into a little underground uh, tunnel. So like seeing that thing is, it's, it was very funny though. It did happen to like clip onto, onto thing and kind of this weird spinny for a little while. And then it, then it recentered itself and it was all good. Well, we had a, we had a problem today because similar to that of Left 4 Dead, once you get to a safe room, all of your companions have to be in the safe room before you can close the door and move to the next level. Yeah. Our bot wouldn't get off the bloody sentry gun that we set up. <laughs> He's just standing there. I had to go over there and punch him, and then he teleported over the uh, over the bridge. I'm like, okay, bizarre. Yeah. But so again, it's still, it, you know, that's what that's what you get for. A, there's there's bound to be a little bit of, you know, hiccups in a in a beta. That's what yeah. they're for. Yeah. So that's what this and, this beta for us. And ideally, you'll want to play this game with four people yeah because that's the other thing as well like i know norm- i'm n- i normally don't play a lot of uh multiplayer games especially multi like this like a multiplayer required game mostly Where, because- whereas i'm a sucker for the word co-op in any title yeah mostly because i don't i, I don't play consistently enough a i get too easily distracted and i kind of wander off from games or i don't have enough friends that want to play it or play with me so like I might, I'm um, instantly kind of bout, bounce out of these things, but I think if, like, obviously you're going to be keen on this because I, I don't know about you, but I'm I, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it. Yeah. So for me, I look at it, I'm like, yeah, I'm probably going to buy this, which means I need to make sure I have people to play it with because if I'm playing with bots, it's going to be a horrible experience. Like, because yeah, yeah, the second that was ju- it was um, no longer just Paul and I, we got munted. Mm. Sorry, when it was just Paul and I, we got munted. Like, we got destroyed. Destroyed. Pardon me. But, um, yeah. Oh, and Dave Chataway in the chat. Hey, Dave. I'm seeing you in forever, man. How you doing? But, yeah. So, I'm quite excited for this. I said, we'll, we'll have... I'll be playing some more uh, after the recording of this show. Um, I don't think we can stream it or anything. So, we probably won't be doing that at the moment. I, think, I know people are streaming, but I have to check the embargo rules again. I know we can talk about it. That's for sure. But there are people streaming it right now, so I presume it's okay. Um, I'm also lazy, so I might not do it. However, uh, yeah, big thank you, Coach Media, Warner Brothers. Super stoked. Playing tonight? Yeah, man. Playing tonight. Yeah, uh, oh, Shane, cross-play at launch. If so, I'll play with you boys. Well, I'm super down, Shane. I'm in this, this cross-play There's right cross-play now, in the man. beta. 
It's crossplay right now in the beta. Yeah. So yeah, hundred percent. Well, there you go. Well, let's let's make that happen. That's that's. I've, I've only been match made with PlayStation and PC so players. Far, yeah. so I don't know if it's like full crossplay, or if it's everyone can play with PC. I imagine everyone. I imagine it's PC and whatever platform you're on. That that seems to be pretty standard with PlayStation. They're not going to be super open to uh, to changing that rule anytime soon. Yeah. But addition to Back for Blood, uh, I have all, I have been playing another online multiplayer game. Max, you know, so I'm like, oh, I don't play those games. All I've played this week, aside for Back for Blood, is literally Red Dead Online with with Craig. It's all we've done. Every, almost like, i think like three nights this week we just like rootin' tootin yeah and we start rootin' tootin' cowboy shooting and that's it we just essentially wander around uh and just shoot animals and trade them in and do bounties and and then we'll do a couple missions here and there and you know uh, I, i'm now a collector i unlocked the collector uh a class so i'm going and finding tarot cards and all these other bullshit where Craig is now a, a trader, so he kind of buggers off for a little while and goes and gets all his uh, his you know f- pelts and skins and and, tr- and t- does delivery. So when they've at least what we've su- well, sussed that so far, I know for anyone that's actually played uh, Red Dead Online, it's, it's probably old news to you. And I'm sorry, we have only just fallen back into it because I don't know I don't know why. Oh yeah, because I decided to play Red Dead Story campaign again for a while. Um, yeah, so like there there are missions within it that are very similar to gta online like you know when you would get say a uh, a bikey gang right so you would then have to go get the things to house them in your warehouse and then you house them for so long and then you ship them in a big shipment same process with the traders like you go and you pick up all the uh all the things you take them back and then you ship them in a big cart and then you have to make sure you don't get like jacked up on the way you know um so like we, we've just been doing that we've, we've been very very lucky lately we have never we've actually ran into a couple of uh, uh other players but everyone's been really good they've kept to themselves and like they walk up and they'll, they'll wave and then they'll keep going so because we're playing a posse which now posse is called the pos hey um so <laughs> yeah we as you say this is the posse like two of us riding in everyone's just kind of like the, the other players just kind of wave and then uh wander on through so we've never really been griefed or anything um which has been lovely uh, i did have some guy run into me last night and he kind of essentially went oh shit because i was i was taking my ram to this gentleman named gus to sell the the carcass and the skin mm-hmm. he collects me on his horse by accident he essentially waves picks up my ram puts it back on my horse and then like does another emote and then kind of wanders off i'm like oh like, oh, here I am fucking healing and, myself. And then, and then you're standing there shooting him in the back of the head. He's no. just walking away. <laughs> I've only confronted one player and I shot them directly in the face. That's the only time oh. I've ever done it. I, I, so, Craig and I were driving around and we went into this little town and we heard a dog make this yelping sound. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And we turn around and there's a player who's just shot one of the dogs in this town and he's put it on his shoulder, proving to sell the carcass. And Craig's like yelling at him through the fucking headset. He's like, what are you doing, dude? And I just walk up and shoot him like square in the face. Like drop him in one instant. Like don't shoot dogs. Dems the rules. Like that's the one, like, the, you know, one of the big hurdles with like, uh, with like the, uh, the last of us, um, part two. Yeah. So like, don't you fucking shoot dogs, mate. And then we took the dog and then we put it out. We went to the church that was nearby and we laid it in a bush 
near the church, just to kind of be respectful to the dead dog. But someone witnessed us carrying this fucking dog that we didn't kill. So then it's like, oh, someone's caught you. We're like, we didn't fucking do anything. So this witness is like, ah, starts running away. So we chase him down, fucking hogtie that bastard, put him next to the dog in the church. And someone saw us hogtie. They're like, fuck this noise. So we just started like blasting everyone that was nearby. <laughs> and like, all because one dude shot a dog. Like we were okay murdering the town, but you don't fucking kill dogs, mate. Um, and look, admittedly, I believe I may have damaged um craig's horse and it hasn't been the same since um the first time we played together i ran directly over it with a cart and uh it the, it's that that horse is fucked like it's just it's a hot mess now like i don't, I don't know whether whether horses can get acquired brain injuries but uh trevor has one and what was the name of your horse again oh it's just brian it was it was Brian Retson, but because I, I couldn't think of a name when I first played online, I guess. But now it's just Brian. So we got Trevor and Brian. And it, just, it just works. It's good stuff. But yeah, so we gave it all the love, and we make sure we we look. So Craig's very into the role playing of it. And he looks he looks after Trevor very much. Trevor gets lots of love, lots of lots of love. Uh oh, Puck's uh, horse is named Pony Montana. That's a good one. That's a really good one, actually. Uh, let's see what Kumquats jumped in and they've said, I play online. I played online for ages. It's really good, but the randoms do my head in two guys kidnapped me and tried to feed me to the alligators, but we ended up in this massive brawl for like two hours, kill for kills for ages. Damn. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm having, uh, like an unmeasured amount of fun in, uh, in Red Dead Online. I didn't think that I, I would. I may or may not have uninstalled it right before this show. So I could download and try out the PlayStation Plus games because once again, my fucking hard drive is full. It's almost like you need a beta software that you can put a thing in. And like, it's such a first world problem <laughs> thing. It's like, I've got so many, I've got so much stuff to play that my hard drive is constantly full. Look, either get a fucking external hard, well, because you don't really play a lot of PS4 games, do you? I don't play a lot of PlayStation 4 games at the moment, no. Mm. The issue is the games that I'm currently playing are all massive. Like I've got COD installed. There's 150 gig. Destiny, 110 gig. Red Dead was 110 gig, but that's gone now. Like GTA, 90 gig. I guess I could put GTA on a hard drive. Oh, well, yeah. You just, and and same as Red Dead, right? Just get an external and just put them on there. Because I have I have Red Dead, I have GTA all on an external. So my, oh, my, my main drive is actually reasonably free. Well, hopefully this firmware update will come out soon and then i'll scrounge together some cash by the by by mark cerny approved <laughs> the, the wd black 850 or whatever which is like fucking expensive by the way they are the same price as what you pay for the seagate one terabyte expansion cards for the xbox they're the same price i know but it's just and at least expensive. and at least they're not proprietary, which means they're going to come down in price. Yeah, that part if is good. In, if you're not in a rush, like I am, wait. Yeah. They will come down in price because the next gen of them will come out in the next couple of weeks. Mm. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Like, I, look, I really, because I know there's been a lot of debate then, about, oh, it's too much hard work. I'm like, you take off the side panel, you fucking plug it in, you screw it down, and you close the lid again. Bingo. Congratulations. It's done. You know, yeah. like, oh, but like, because it's the irony of it all is that I saw people bitching and like, oh, Xbox are doing it better with their thing. I'm like, you're the same butts that were sitting there bitching about the Vita having proprietary memory cards. Did you not? Like, proprietary is not the answer. 
but uh, it, yeah, I just forgot. I just, I I uh, was blissfully unaware how expensive um, SD cards, NVMe uh, cards, NV, uh, uh, NVMe <laughs> SSDs are. Like fuck yeah. me, I was not prepared. Well, I I was jokingly like, oh, maybe I'll get a four terabyte, and then I saw that they were a thousand bucks. I'm like, I'm not paying to have a thousand bucks. I'm not paying a thousand bucks. I'm not paying more than my console. Plus, yeah. yeah, I'm not playing a fucking bootleg. Uh, no, a uh, black market <laughs> console price. Speaking of black market console prices, they may not be a thing anymore. Because let's jump in the section called "Inform the Players." We tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation. Now, Max, as I said, I, I that wasn't bearing the. I was kind of bearing the lead. Opening story. It's the name of the episode. More PS5s are allegedly coming. Yeah, so CFO Hiroki Totoki, uh, in a conference call earlier this week, stated that Sony has secured the chipsets needed to manufacture enough PlayStation 5 consoles to achieve their target of 22.6 million units by the end of fiscal year, which is 31st of March next year. Uh, Sony is also now making a profit on its 499.99 model, so I believe that's USD, so I think that's the the disc it's the disc one yeah, model. For, from memory uh, they say they are now making a profit on those consoles according to uh, a bloomberg report i imagine like they that remember they remember they talked about changing uh the chip size and printing out of time yeah. and so building out of taiwan and stuff so i think i think probably a spread across those multi uh, multi variables that they'd be able to save some coin but yeah pardon me like 22 point because they're apparently 10 million out in the wild now so that's another 12.6 million potentially between now and March. So what's that like for seven months? Do you think that we're going to be at a position anytime soon where people can buy them off the shelf? No. No, no, me either. Like for, I think no. the foreseeable future. I think, I think with the amount of people who want one still, because there's such high demand for them, I, I think we're still going to have to wait a little bit longer. Yeah. To be able to just casually walk into a store and be like, oh, there's one on the shelf. I'm going to pick it up. Yeah. Like, I think there might be occasional one from like a return or whatever. But like, e- even though, like, as, as Totoki says, like, they're, you know, they, they have acquired the, the chips to build them. But I think that there, there seems to be such an unprecedented level of demand when it comes to the PlayStation 5. And I mean that as in, I think, I think the whole scarcity of it is what's feeding it like in the same way that it did with the Wii. however the difference here is this this isn't an artificial scarce this is a legit scarcity because it's but like we're hard, we've, hard to make we've spoken about this before and i know our situation is very different because we were lucky enough to get one at launch but there's really not that many playstation 5 exclusive titles that you can't wait to play very very true and we talked about that last week as well but uh you know the people are still excited people are still uh, wanting wanting i I get i get that i get that 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 mentality of you know newest latest best and that's you know everyone gets it from time to time and I, i know it's rich coming from the guy who you know was lucky enough to get one at launch but as it stands, like you're really not missing out on much, especially with the. And you also got to remember, two people that that are running a PlayStation pod. Anything we should be like, fuck yeah, buy a PlayStation. We're like, don't buy a PS5 right now. Fucking wait it out. It's all cool. Yeah. Like yeah, like if like, you don't, you know, if you don't of, have an easy their, way to secure one right now, you yeah. A lot of their big flagship titles are being pushed into next year anyway, and most of those are still coming to PlayStation Four. Mm. But so yeah, you're really not missing out on much unless you're like a huge Ratchet and Clank fan yeah. or a huge Housemark fan. So one one of the 
comments that have come out around the availability and like you know there like there are 10 million consoles out there but no one seems to have one according to the internet the one of the arguments that come around that is most of the like a good portion of this 10 million are in scalpers hands do you believe that to be true probably i i don't because like and a scalper shouldn't be holding on to them why don't they like that as they become more readily available they're worth less and less and less and less right are they not it depends on if as i mean in theory yes but it also depends because if if the scalpers are the ones who are getting them every single time it's not going to it's not going to reduce that demand that's true and it just depends on if people are willing to spend 500 dollars above market value for a console no. but it, it's funny like you know you talk about there's you know there's 10 million out there i play i play a lot of destiny which is cross-generational now mm. and you can tell when you're in a party with a playstation 4 player because it takes an extra 30 seconds to load into anything <laughs> you have to for them. like so many times like uh friend of the show noodle and i will be raiding and if we don't load in like straight away one of us is like oh who's on the playstation 4 you Fess tell up. is that quick you can you can tell wow. like there is you, you 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 have to wait for the you know you gotta wait for everyone to begin that's fair that's fair and yeah it's it's rough but good news is hopefully it will be better and uh hopefully all of those people who are still searching for one can get one soon well buddy in the chat uh recommend uh, suggest that probably q1 of 2022 for readily available playstations uh now as he is a w- uh, someone that works within that space i imagine at least within his uh circle within his area within his region he'll have a fair understanding of the demand so i think that's probably some good information we can probably run with i think yeah i don't work in uh, I, I i know is that i've tried to get some for work and it's been near impossible so woo uh next up uh playstation plus subscribers recorded uh recorded by sony has actually dropped for the first significant time uh it's been a loss of 1.3 million subscribers compared to the previous quarter across fiscal year 2020 quarter one recorded 45 million memberships which then increased to 45.9 million in quarter two it then trended upwards once more with 47.4 million in q3 and finally 47.6 in q4 the first count of fiscal year 2021 now brings it back down to 46.3 million members speaking during a webcast cfo hiroki totoki blamed the quarter's decline in ps plus subscribers and overall monthly active users on the previous year's coronavirus lockdowns and how they increased game activity time uh this was uh, reported by vgc he basically said because of the stay-at-home orders the lockdown orders lots more people were playing games now that that's kind of lifted in many countries around the world a lot of people back at their jobs back in their offices they don't have as much time to play games makes sense it does make sense but ps plus itself like unless you were only playing like destiny or anything that required a, a multiplayer online pass for for your entire time in in the in the various lockdowns i don't see there being a like need to cease your playstation plus right but well, i would imagine a lot of people were using games as a form of socializing and if you're playing an we online still are game, you have playstation plus yeah, like we still are using it as a form of socialization. It's the only, th- like, it's, it's how Craig and I are catching up, or, you know, throughout the week. But do you, do you think this is a mix of uh, people that have bought a year pass and they've just let it lapse? Mm. Rather than actively see, potentially not renewing it, you know what I'm saying? 
I don't think so. I mean, most of the times, like now, it's subscription based anyway. It doesn't lapse; it just recharges you for a year. But yeah, like I, unless you, unless you specifically go in and cancel it. That's my point. So like the only like my understanding yeah. is that majority of people would either buy them in their buy them in cards at a store, and or pay yeah. for in, or or have an ongoing subscription, right? So the only way that they would either they would go and buy a year because like, like this lockdown is looking pretty quiet. Let's buy a year. And then see what happens and let it lapse. Like, this is not... I'm not like tinfoil hatting this bastard to be like, maybe everyone bounced on... You know, let their PS Plus I don't lapse think, so they I don't can go play Games was, Pass or something, but... I just... I, In the grand scheme of things, I don't think 1.3 million subscribers is a big hit. Me either. I, I do think it will and, pick itself back up. And it's just quarter one, so it'll be interesting to see what, you know, the numbers are at quarter two and for the, and for the rest of the year. Now that, you know this new strains come out a lot more places are going back into lockdown will that pick things back up again for people what's mm -hmm. the you know what's going to be that repercussion of how you know we live our lives now yeah look and, and i know we're getting in the weeds because like the we as the average person shouldn't really give a shit about the pigeon plus numbers right it doesn't affect anything mm -hmm. especially as you mentioned such a marginal drop it's not going to overly affect ps plus all our ps plus experience you know like they would still deliver the shitty games that they did this month regardless of however they you know with sales going up or down like have you played the games this month to confirm they are shitty? i'm going solely by you i'm i trust oh, you okay okay i played i played two of the th what was the th i can't even you played hunt you played Le hunter's I, legend I, you played I, tennis I played a game of hunter's legends and it was mediocre best and ao tennis no sorry not ao tennis there was world tour tennis or mm. tennis world tour or something too it's not it's not good yeah like the reason like i'm not playing them because i'm not going to so i i will take <laughs> you are my trusted source if you were to tell on, me on the back end on the back end of the last couple of months we have been fairly spoiled mm. in a way we have gotten some really good titles the last couple of months we were due for a mediocre month. yeah there have to be there has to be a, a subpar month and you know we'll see we'll see what happens ideally it would have been next month when a ton of games are coming out in september and i wasn't going to play the playstation plus games anyway <laughs> that, that would have been great very very true speaking of the but before next month kicks in the back end of this month the gamescom opening night live is coming back max uh it is a, it is approaching and producer slash presenter jeff Keeley has taken to twitter to announce that it will be streaming live on august the 25th Keely states it's a Wednesday. Yeah. Keely, this is the one problem with like the whole digital release thing. They, they can do whatever they want. Keely states the show will run for two hours and will feature quote this holiday's biggest upcoming video games and what lies beyond end quote. So we're going to see essentially a showcase for the back end of the year, uh, and then obviously what's heading into 2022. What do you expect to see out of this, Max? Do you have any ideas? Anything? Gets, it's really gets hard because. Dead? because Keely now has that pull with almost everyone that he can kind of get stuff that you know he got Elden Ring for mm. Summer Games Fest he's had some big profile stuff in the past I wouldn't be surprised if he does get a fair bit of stuff you know and he's bros with Kojima so if in this well we should know about this abandoned thing in the next couple of days by the way um yeah, I think the first trailer drops on the 10th of August. Yeah, so yeah, so it'd be a day after this releases. So yeah. it'll be Make sure you we'll get to it later, sure but ready. Go check it out. Have it you can pre-install it on your PS5 nice. and I think PS4 now as well. So so why not? 
Uh, big thank you for the, the follow there, Masonic Zero. Appreciate it. But in terms of what we see for the back end of the year, not a whole lot. We're not going to see anything from PlayStation. I think they are going to wait for a state of play or tinfoil hat come the 10th when this abandoned quote trailer drops. It ain't a fucking trailer. It's PlayStation experience and they'll be showing you what they are planning moving forward. It'll essentially be an app that just shows off PlayStation's future. It's a state of play app almost. That's what, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Fucking tinfoil cowboy hat on. Like it's a big bastard, right? Blocking all the waves. However, that's my theory. It's we're, wrong. We're going to see... It's I'm, I'm calling it now. It's so, it's so wrong. Because as I explained the other day, like PlayStation, like here I am thinking there's going to be this awesome interactive app that PlayStation will be able to... Because they have no interest in going to conventions or anything right now. The The future of, present, of games presentation is digital, Right? So, they're going to finally use that Gaikai acquisition. They're going to they're going to give us interactive shit in this app. We're going to be able to play demos. We're yeah. going to be able to suss stuff out before it comes. Yeah, all that so all that sounds really good until you remember that the fucking PSN is built on chicken wire and potatoes. <laughs> and then you go, oh, but I somehow think they can make this like a fucking app that works this well and can deliver these actual things. No, Ryan, you moron. They can't do any of those things. So like, I know my, my theory's up here. Delivery is down here. Um, we'll have to wait and see on that one. But yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't... So for that in mind, Gamescom, I don't know what we'll see. Uh, maybe some Call of Duty shit. Maybe some Black Ops... Uh, sorry, about, uh, Battlefield shit. I think it shit. is about that time where they roll out the they start rolling out their coverage for the new call of duty well call of duty normally happens already they normally gets revealed in june but apparently they're having a bit of trouble this year and not just activision being dumpster people but i mean (laughs) like the actual problem with the development of the game um which is really which is really weird because they had the same problem last year with the development and uh raven and treyarch took back over yeah for the other studio that so was sledgehammer so sledgehammer was meant to do it last year didn't and i think they're doing it this year now and then yeah. they're also fucking it up so i think sledgehammer might be done but i think activision and blizzard may also be done done yeah. for us anyway yeah. well we do know something that's coming later this month yes and that's the ghost of tsushima director's cut what i didn't expect however was the multiplayer component legends is now being released as a standalone Ooh. title uh, it's currently priced from what i can see at 19.99 usd so 25 30 bucks here in Ozland. so legends is also getting a new game mode called rivals rivals is a 2v2 competitive mode uh, and instead of fighting the enemy team directly you defeat enemies which will earn you uh, what they refer to as um, Magatama, which is used to negatively affect your opponents with the first team to beat the final enemy wave being the winner. So for anyone who plays Destiny, it's basically Gambit mode. where you It's a PvE, PvP mode, which seems cool. Uh, uh, um, you know, it will get me back into it because I really liked Legends. Uh, I'd never, ever finished Ghost of Tsushima story mode, yeah. but I played the crap out of the multiplayer. Uh, so Rivals will be launching September 3rd, so a little bit after the launch of the Director's Cup. Uh, they have also added a gear mastery system to give you something to grind for endgame. Quote, this new uh, this is a new expansion of progression systems and rewards for legends. Players who have earned the item level 110 gear will now be able to bind it to a class and activate what they're referring to as mastery challenges. 
So Sucker Punch is also promising, quote, a new piece of content each week from September 10th through to October 1st, which will include additional Rivals maps, new survival maps inspired by the by the Iki Island expansion and the EO's Realm Raid with and Trials of EO, a new harder difficulty version of last year's raid that also offers challenges in bite-sized chunks. And we'll have a new set of online leaderboards. I think that's enough to get me back into the multiplayer yeah. personally. Because you, you did. You had such a major hard-on for the multiplayer. Uh, the... It, it was really cool. It was a really cool system. And it baffles me because it's the exact same gameplay as a single player. But for some reason or another, I just, I never got into it. Mm. Yeah, well, I was, yeah, I was the exact opposite. Like, I look, I knew fair, very, very i knew very well going in that it wasn't going to be my shit like i i am not a big fan of samurai or that imagery or even sort of that whole angle right so i knew going in that it would yeah. be a little bit too weeby for me and i would i would lose interest and i did play i, I got through the first island and a little bit of the second then i was like mm. i got bored and sort of wandered off uh so i do kind of want to go back i, I think I, this ps5 re-release will get me to go back and yeah. give it another crack yeah and look to make it even better for, like you know just better for us like we, you know we were very kindly provided the review code for the ghost streamer from playstation australia so what we can just do we'll be doing the upgrade you know the 10 15 upgrade i'll just you know i'll just throw the money at it like my fucking look at me and my sweet privilege you know just like hey here's here's the money to upgrade it for us and then that will allow you and me to to play it on I, the ps5 I, think I i own it oh you were yeah because you're you're a giant dork so you went and bought it yourself i'm pretty sure yeah well <laughs> i'll own. i'll pay the 10 bucks and and get it get a bump <laughs> for me so yeah but that should be dope um i'm keen to check it out again just to see because the, the game was visually stunning on the playstation 4 pro mm. i would love to see what it looks like on the ps5 i have a feeling i will bounce out relatively quickly again just because it's not for me um but it is like i've got a month to play some to 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 fill in fill in with games before shit gets mental in september crazy so like i've got and i'm playing red dead right now as i said at the start of the show so i hopefully want to finish that because i've never finished red dead 2 i got distracted by like wolfenstein and mario odyssey and something else that came out that month um in x what a year it was but uh yeah so that that's the plan but uh the ghost of Tsushima should be pretty sweet uh in its director's cut form for the ps5 speaking of games that are coming to ps5 max uh the launch of the medium is next week this is the the game made by bloober team uh previously uh freaking xbox series uh whatever the fuck exclusive jokes on them it's coming to ps5 now and to make things even better, Bloober team have taken advantage of the PS5 DualSense controller. So charging up a Spirit Blast engages the adaptive triggers, lessening their tension the more it builds up. Uh, haptic feedback will simulate moths attacking your, your Spirit Shield when the ability is put to use. It'll feel like the creatures are attacking you from all sides as the upgraded rumble feature is activated. So it obviously will uh, uh disperse the rumble around the controller as we've seen it do with the likes of uh, astro button whatnot uh let's see i lost my spot avoided way uh, another way it will be used is when in protagonist um, marianne uh must hold her breath to avoid detection from some of the more dangerous nightmares in the medium as she struggles to resist taking a breath the haptic feedback motors will accelerate 
onto the controller's built-in speaker and it will uh, imitate the sounds of the tool or device you're using in-game. Finally, the light bar surrounding the touchpad replicates your flashlight. Whenever a monster is nearby, it flashes. The light bar will do the, do the very same thing out in the real world just to make sure you're extra alert. The medium is set to release on PS5 on September 3rd. Now, Max, I haven't played this because it is on an Xbox. I don't have an Xbox. You played this on PC, did you not? I played it on PC and it I got to a point where it crashed and I couldn't progress. I was going to say, do you think these features will make it better? It's not going to make, it's not gonna make it worse. It, it, I mean, it'll it'll make it more immersive. It definitely can't make it worse. <laughs> I Look, I'm, I, I'm admittedly interested very interested i i'm needing i i love a good spooks game as i've come to learn the last couple of years yeah. likes of resident evil and stuff like that always had a soft spot for silent hill and if bloober team are working on a silent hill game in the future which we are led to believe that could be the case if i give them my money for for the medium that means that silent hill game in the future could certainly be happening and i want to fund that because i want a silent hill game something fierce uh so i'll, I'll yeah. check it out and look Taking advantage of the dual sense is I say that because there's one right here. Um, like it's certainly not a bad thing because one of the one of the biggest problems and concerns Look that we had with your black dual sense that's right uh one of the biggest problems and concerns we had coming into the ps5 were like hey the the dual sense is great but what's the chance of third party companies taking advantage of it and using it and the answer is very minimal so it's nice to see when a game does get that right support and i think there should be at least some some uh community and fan support for those games to show that hey we want this controller to be used the way it should yeah of course uh, next up, we have some more Team Asobi news. So following last week's hiring story, it has launched a new website. Firstly, this website makes it clear that the studio is focused on family-friendly experiences. Quote, we create top-quality games for players of all ages on PlayStation. But speaking of future projects, the description goes on to state Team Asobi is currently, quote, hard at work on their most ambitious game yet. Uh, given the positivity, uh, positive reception uh, to the PlayStation 5's Astro's Playroom, it looks like Sony may have greenlit a follow-up with a larger scope. They would have been dumb to not back up <laughs> with another Astro Bot game. Astro Bot is sick, and I like... So they're having them... It's such, a, it's such a charming character. It is. It really is. And it's nice that... you know, We discussed this previously as well. Like They are giving the love to Team Asobi. They're giving the love to Astrobot. Uh, essentially, they want. I think they want them to be... Or them. I don't, I'm not sure what the gender of Astrobot is. It's a robot, I guess. I Whatever the future of Astrobot is, it looks good. It looks bright. It looks big. Uh, and I'm excited to see what it becomes. Uh, and are you having Team Asobi sort of get the backing supports they need, which is Mint? As a parent myself, the, the, them focusing on players of all ages is a big plus because, uh, you know, my son's four and he he loves playing games with me. But here I am shooting people in the face in Red Dead or I played I was playing, you know, Resident Evil 2 and he was watching me like, Daddy, what's happening? I'm like, don't look at it. Don't look at any of this. Uh, so be able to have some games that are appropriate for him because there is really childish games, there's teenage games, and then there's adult games. There's none of these in the middle games. Like my son would enjoy those super childish games, but there, I want some to push him that little bit harder and, and sort of give him that a bit of extra, uh, 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 
get him get him to play Mario. Yeah, so Mario works with. And then if and then if that's too easy, you get him to play Kaizo Mario games, <laughs> where they just constantly wreck his day. So we <laughs> so we've been playing a lot of uh, Little Big Planet recently. Yeah. And he's been joined. He's been because it's it's a, a ton of fun. And I and I've talked about on the show before about we're playing the Paw Patrol games together. So we played the one Paw Patrol on a roll, which came out a couple of years ago, which is essentially a two D platformer, and then it escalates itself into uh, a th- a three D sort of uh, open world uh, game. And there's a new one coming out next month um, that we're going to pick up for him as well, which hopefully isn't is a, a leap again because it's really good to see like the games almost growing with him. So as his yeah. as his skills are getting better, the game is asking of more. And there's also a PJ Masks game coming out in October, which I know he'll just absolutely shit his pants for. It looks kind of shitty. It, it, it does not look good. However, Funny though. he will love it. And that's what's important. Yeah. So yeah, the idea is if... The, cause he what, might not. He'll come in and be like, this is crap. <laughs> but, no, but, but I mean that in terms of PlayStation's focus, to yeah. their credit, are focusing on the adults, on the adult gamers. If you look at all... Essentially, apart from like Ratchet and Clank, their, their future slate, or at least their last recent years, have been high... High-aged games. Last of Us Part Two is a very adult. God of War is quite adult. Ghost of Tsushima is quite adult in a number of ways. You said Ghost of Shoemaker. Yeah, I fucking had a stroke. All right. Uh, like Returnal, Demon Souls. Like, there's not a lot of yeah. all-appropriate games, right? Or all-age games. So, Team Asobi, your thumb. You, I'm giving you my thumbs up to make some more family-friendly games. Please, please do. Speaking of not family-friendly games, though, uh, Battlefield 2042, uh, the next, the latest in a EA's Battlefield series. Uh, it is known, Max, that the upcoming shooter will not have a single-player uh, campaign. Instead, it has opted for a short film to release to set up any backstory for the war that is taking place within the game. The movie is titled Exodus and is a short film and it is due to be released on the 12th of August, so in the coming days. This standalone movie will set up the story behind uh, the the game's history, the game's lore, and DICE has already established a timeline of events leading up to the game, contextualizing the action which I hit, which, uh, with a history of global warming, economic collapse, pit- political disruption, but I guarantee you, Max, it is not a political game. EA will come out with a statement saying that none of these themes are political. They just want to tell a story, and everyone will be like, are you fucking aware that everything wanna, we just they said They want to tell political. a story without a campaign. Yeah. Uh, look, I think, I think Battlefield is going to do really, really well this year. I think after its its break, um, a lot of people are hanging out for that 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 difference. <laughs> Sorry, in the chat, Ghost uh, from Park, Ghost of Michael Shoemaker. Uh, I, is that too soon? Isn't he been dead for like a while? Or I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I feel bad saying that out loud now. Oh, but um, and I think also considering the fact that a lot of people either go one or the other with battlefield and battlefield or call of duty i have a feeling that a lot more people are going to pick battlefield this time around this year mm. with everything that's going on yeah I, like I, I do think because battle see battlefield has also benefited from not releasing last year there's a little bit yeah. of demand for it mm. and although i am worried about it's completely online space i don't mean people very few people obviously play the campaigns of battlefield i did i loved it like Give me Battlefield Bad Company or Bad Company Two. That's the that's that's what I want to play again. I loved Bad Company. Uh, 
so I, I under I understand why. They I mean, you kind of sort of can play Bad Company and Bad Company Two with Battlefield Portal. I technically can. I, I can make it there in, in a different way. <laughs> different way. Uh, <gasps> did you get the quick bits this week? I've got the quick bits this week. Success, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Quick bits. Everything's Number returning one. to what it should be. Death Loop has gone gold ahead of its september release congratulations to arcane studio that means ladies and gent ladies and gentlemen and people of the world that there'll be no more fucking state of plays with footage of that game in it now we're just getting the game which uh, is awesome hang on hang on hang on don't commit to that yet there could They're be a state of play this month and they'll just show us more for some reason so <laughs> they'll do a video walkthrough of the first level. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next up, we have Ariana Grande is doing a Rift tour in Fortnite and can now be played as a playable character. Wait, I can play as Ariana Grande? You can buy Ariana, yeah, you can buy Ariana Grande. Fuck me. That, apparently, that's what's going to get me to go over the line. That is what's going to get me to play Fortnite. Apparently, rumor has it they've also acquired the rights to Naruto as well, so we may see some anime characters heading to Fortnite soon. <laughs> Look, uh, really, like, Fortnite is the equivalent of it, it is it is non-nintendo smash brothers it, it, it's a first it's a well it's a third person shooter i guess it's a third person shooter smash brothers like everything you've ever wanted just to like fuck each other it's ready player one in a well it's ready player one it's ready player one uh mass effect legendary edition has sold way above ea's expectations what did they think was one. gonna happen the 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 get the thing that their fans wanted the most ever sold really sold well, really well. Sold really well. Shock Who would have thought that happens? Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War will be getting an Among Us style game mode. That's going to sound, that's, you know, I'm just going to put it out there right now. It's going to be gross. <laughs> not, no, not because of it's Among Us copying, because, hey, remember that time when Call of Duty used to be the fucking, the leader in their field? But now they're battle royale, battle royaling after everyone else has done it. They're now Among Using afterwards. <laughs> fucking Call of Duty's dead. Uh, in terms of its actual creativity however but like you I mean, were i mean it's been the same game for the last you know 13 cycles but i i want to add like among us in the idea that like hey you have to call someone out and be like hey this person's suspicious you can you imagine the toxicity in a call of duty lobby when you have to call out yes. someone yes 100 percent. it's gonna be minging it's gonna be so gross ah uh, well what do you need to do <laughs> uh skater xl gets multiplayer on playstation beautiful skater xl is brilliant and like what i love all the way for skate for <laughs> yeah so what i love about skater xl is that it's the closest you can get to just going and skating a because there is no goals there's no so there's no um like goals setting in where there's no high scores it's just here's an area to skate in and now you can do it with your mates like that's what skateboarding is skateboarding is best when you go and do it with your friends you know what I mean? You just go in and you skate and like you watch someone do it. And you're like, well, can you replicate it? Sure, I'll give it a try. And I think it's like it really captured that energy of skateboarding in its in its single player. Chucking the multi on there as well can only really funnel that energy more and better, I guess. So shout out to them. I'm very keen. Uh, Evil Dead, the game has been delayed until February 2022, but could be receiving a single player mode. Well, because this was going to be like the, the Friday 13th, Dead by Daylight sort of uh, yeah. asymmetrical multi. A yeah. Sweet. Which is cool. I was I, I know there's a lot of excitement around for the for the Evil Dead game. 
I'm I'm concerned that they're going to run into licensing problems again, like they did with Friday the Thirteenth. Um, I, I find those games, the and and those games are problematic with there being the they're only fun depending on who you're playing with. Yeah. Otherwise, they can just be really boring. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, hopefully, it does get a single player. That would be really cool. Uh, but it would make me pick it up. Uh, it would make me interested. Yeah. I guess the biggest news in this quick bit is that surprising no one, GTA Five has sold over three hundred and fifty million copies, with Red Dead Redemption Two sitting at thirty-eight million. Holy fuck! That is such an insane. insane. I, I heard rumors that, that that they're looking at releasing a new Grand Theft Auto in like three to four years' time. They don't need to. They don't need it. That GTA Five is still sitting in the top seller list every week month after month they, they're making money hand over fist in that game but with people buying its in-game currency uh every time they release a new expansion it, uh for, for gta online you have to buy something new you have to buy like you know when the, when the casino heist came out you have to buy an arcade when you know you've got all these stuff coming out every time you want to do the new stuff you you need that new item that comes with the game they're generally very expensive and if you don't play the game often enough you know you will spend that 20, 30 bucks to try and get to, 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 uh, expedite things. All right. So here are the top 10 best selling games for the weekend in the 1st of August, 2021. Uh, I, number 10, I don't know what the fuck that game it's is. Neo Tokyo, uh, uh, world ends with you. There you go. What was it? Uh, world ends with you. Yeah. That it's one. The remaster of the old, uh, uh, DS game. It's a very weeby looking cover. Number nine, it takes two. Pardon me, number eight, Gran Turismo Sport. Number seven, uh, Formula One 2021. Number six, uh, Olympics Tokyo. That one. Have you gone back to that yet? Uh, the Olympics. We have. Uh, we played a few rounds uh, earlier in the week. The, the games are fun. They're very. They're very simplistic. It's. It's a fifty dollar game. <laughs> like it's. It's a very average. We bought it for a laugh. We we probably got our fifty dollars worth out of it, to be honest. Number five, NBA Two K Twenty One. Number four, Red Dead Redemption Two. Number three, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Number two, EA Sports FIFA Twenty One. And in order to assist for that three hundred fifty million dollars, three hundred fifty million copies. Number one, Grand Theft Auto Five. Fucking insane. Uh, upcoming releases we have I Am Dead coming to PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 August 9th <laughs> me too game me too <laughs> uh, Blackboard coming to PlayStation 4 August 10th not Ever based on, not based on the really good BBC series with Dylan Moran no uh, Ever Forward coming to PlayStation 4 and 5 August 10th Godfall coming to PlayStation 4 August 10th Foreclosed coming to PS4 and PlayStation 5 August 12th and the big one this week, Hades, coming to PlayStation 4 and 5, August 13. I cannot wait to play Hades, get real bad at it, get real mad at it, and turn it off. I may have already pre-installed it on the Xbox. You fucking nerd. <laughs> but I would probably also buy it on PlayStation, because I want them trophies. Yeah, yeah. Because I, yeah, I, I just don't play any other console, so for me, it, it, it's a toughie to uh, want to play it anywhere else. Uh, buddy in the chat asked the question, are we, are any of you guys going to play the alien game? I'm sure that's the alien, uh, uh, asymmetrical multi. No. 
Why not? I gave up. I gave up on asymmetrical multiplayer games. Like I said, they're they're only fun depending on who you're playing with. I'm not a huge alien guy. Um, Friday the Thirteenth was fun for me because of I, I'm a I'm a fan of that IP. Mm. I thought Predator was also going to bring me in. It did not, uh, which is a real shame. Uh, Dead by Daylight is fun purely because it has such a wide scope of IPs. Mm. Um, but generally, I'm not a huge fan of those games. They're fun for a couple of nights or on a whim, but they're not something that I constantly go to to play. Yeah. Are you, anybody also praises that trophy love in the chat? Because that's the thing. Like, so when it comes to the trophies, uh, neither you or I are trophy hunters by any stretch of the imagination. Like, we, we, will, we will never make that claim, nor will we ever, like, fucking lie. Uh, our trophies are unless we have to hi cover them for embargo purposes or whatever you can always go see our, our shit it's right yeah. then and there uh but like i i do enjoy getting trophies and they do come into consideration for where i play a game and i'm not like like hades like it's on switch i'm like i'm no i if i'm gonna play it if i, probably I wouldn't i probably wouldn't play that game on switch. no like if i want to get if i want to just get three trophies out of its 50 fucking trophies i'm like and i want to get them on playstation and the and you will see that i played it for a little bit and i didn't play the rest of it like that's <laughs> like that's, returnal <laughs> yeah like returnal you can see like the four four trophies i got in returnal and the fact that i never got past biome three um so if, if i ever claim anything different you can't it's fucking there but yeah they they do play right and i, I find that they play a, a bigger role probably in the last year or so than i have than i've ever realized because like even with trigger witch playing it last like recently i was like oh i want to see how i go about like i'm I'm not at a point where i need to get them all i'm just like oh what how many i can get before i push my limit of how hard i want to try i'm i'm like that in some games like i'll go in with the mindset of like i can nice. i can totally get the platinum on this and you look at my spider-man trophies like just go collect all the backpacks dude and you're done i'm like ah come oh, on, fuck that yeah <laughs> As I said, it's the, same, it's the same with my God of War. It's like, oh, just go, just go find all the ravens. I'm like, nah, man, I'm not doing that. <laughs> well, it's even like, uh, yeah, why Trigger Witch? So, you know, we talked about last week. Um, so my fr our friend Jono, who wrote it, he, re he reached out to me and was like, hey, I saw, the I looked at your list. The trophies you've got are like not that hard. You just got to grind a little bit. I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did it with um, Rat Ratchet was my last platinum. Yeah, Ratchet was dope. That was almost, super easy though. And I almost didn't platinum it because one of the one of the achieve one of the trophies was hit all those stupid transit crystals, and I'm like, there's like so many, and if I've missed one and I have to go back through and hit every single one to work out which one I haven't missed, I'm not doing it. And it turns out the first three that I hit popped the trophy for me. I'm like, oh sweet, because <laughs> <laughs> but... I totally would have been like, fuck this <laughs> if it didn't pop. Yeah. Uh, and also big thank you to uh, Peter Pratik uh, for the follow there as well. You've come just at the the most unopportune time, my friend, because we are about to wrap up the show. So big thank you for everyone for joining us today in once again this locked down episode of uh, For the Players, the Popsy PlayStation Pod. I hope you guys are all surviving the absolute best that you can. Shit's hard right now. Shit's fucked. But I hope you uh, are doing well. Mm, be kind to each other be kind wear your Stay mask inside. get vaccinated if you can do yeah. what you can do i i want to go do things again and i'm sure you do too let's make it happen max well everyone 
This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, come and check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Twitter, Instagram. All of that fun stuff can be found in the description below. If you want to join us as the conversation happens, you can head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures where you can watch us record this show live, where you can get in the chat and become part of the show. Like We love having that interaction. It's 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 an absolute blast. And we'll, we're always got an eye on chat. We're always looking at ways you guys can get involved. It's, uh, it's awesome. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you are listening to us on podcast, services be sure to give us a five star rating and a written review if you are watching us on youtube be sure to uh leave us a, a like subscribe leave a comment below i endeavor to answer every single comment and if you want to support us financially you can at patreon.com slash the pop culturist as well as our merchandise store of course com slash shop where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit without logos on it but until next week which i can only presume we're talking about this playstation experience app max it will not i cannot wait to hear you rant i i my guess is ryan's gonna be very very angry next week and it's gonna be predominantly one hour of ryan getting so mad for no apparent reason whatsoever because he's hyped himself up to a point that it's it's now his own fault that he didn't get what he wanted. <laughs> Look, either I will I will create such ridiculous expectation that I will be sad and disappointed, or we'll like look. It's going to start with this is what you promised me, Blue Box, and you didn't fucking deliver. Yeah, either Blue, either, either look, this is exciting because either we'll learn the Blue Box has been full of shit this entire time and they're fucking nobodies, or it's a Kojima project, or. It's a cool PlayStation experience app that allows us to imagine do if shit. it's neither of those. Blue Box is real, and they're actually just making this fucking sick survival game. It won't be in. sick. They've only used asset flips for the last like trailer and the and marketing. Like this is either going to be one of the most. This is going to be a, an absolute Don't disaster. Life, Ryan. It's going to Blue Box alone. <laughs> no, it's going. It's going to be an absolute disaster on ET levels, or it'll be one of the greatest and fucking biggest twists, and both both are amazing look <laughs> either the trains either the train's gonna go really really well or it's gonna crash and i can't fucking wait give me both all right but until next week i'm ryan betson i'm max keeper and that was for the players geez i bring up zill in the show when he falls asleep watching the podcast what an asshole <laughs> oh hey guys i love your show it was so good i fell asleep fuck you zill <laughs>